sales, marketing, and RevOps. It's sink or swim out there, and yesterday's strategies and tactics won't help you today. This is Revenue Today, and I'm your host, Jared Robin. Join me as we interview revenue leaders in our community to learn what steps we could take right now to help you scale yourself and your company. Revenue Today is sponsored by RevGenius, and we're on a mission to bring inspiration and creativity to all revenue professionals in the world. Want to shout out our sponsor, Demandbase. Demandbase is smarter GTM for B2B brands. They help marketing and sales teams spot the juiciest opportunities earlier and progress them faster by injecting account intelligence into every step of the buyer journey and orchestrating every action. For more information about Demandbase, visit demandbase.com. This person is somebody who I hold near and dear uh, to my heart, somebody who's been around since the beginning of RevGenius. She is somebody that went from a top salesperson to a top evangelist. She's a co-author, a mother, and an advocate of bridging the gap between marketing and sales. Currently, she's leading evangelism and GTM strategies at Reggie.ai. It's my pleasure to welcome Amelia Taylor. Jared, thank you. I am super excited to be here. I've been waiting for us to do this. Um, I know you had your birthday celebration weekend, so we waited till after that. So happy belated birthday. One, two, let's dive in. Let's let's go in, Amelia. And uh, I asterisk, I forgot to announce her as a cold calling champion, but uh, more on that later. So, Amelia, we're, we're late 2022 now. Debunk a myth about generating revenue today. Oh, I love this. Okay. So here's one that I personally feel very strongly about. This is where I'm going. Everybody believes that if you want your path to progression to be successful as a salesperson, you have got to start your own side hustle, your own podcast, your own something, your, you, something that's going to be a revenue stream that's coming in apart from your day job. And I do not believe that is true at all. Well, help, help me understand this a bit more. Like, um, is, is, so you believe building a personal brand in order to monetize that personal brand away from your day job is now a natural progression? Well, everybody's doing it, but why does everyone have to do it? Is my question back. Why are they not making enough at their day job so they feel the need? Or is it a bandwagon effect? Everybody's doing it. I should do it. I mean, what do you think? Well, to me, I think everybody's following the crowd. It's what a lot of people do. It's not a lot of people who think I'm going to go my own way. They're looking at these courses, these different, you know, pay X amount for this course that I've created pay yeah, you know, or just jump on my podcast. I started, uh, here's my community. I just decided that I'm just going to revamp. Here's whatever it may be, but they think, okay, if I focus energy and time on this, I'm going to be super crazy successful. My followers are going to shoot up. I'm going to be popular as can be, and I'm going to make it. But why does that correlate to making it? It doesn't. Yeah. So, I mean, what, what do you suggest instead of that? Because, you know, sometimes, you know, there's the argument that 
there is a subset of people that aren't getting paid what they should, right? So they're they're trying yeah. to hustle and maybe they're not ready for the next job. Um hmm. what would you say to them? And then for the people that maybe do have that job already, what would you say to them? Because there's there's two different yeah. types of people, right? Like the person that honestly isn't making enough and the person that might be that's just piling this on top. For the first person who's honestly not making enough feeling the need to do so, as a single mother of two, I can tell you, you can go get your butt out of your chair and walk away from the job that you're at. And there's another place that'll pay you more. I figured out a way. You can figure out a way. I promise you that. If you do show up on social, social is the thing right now, but you don't have to pay to play. That's something that's a huge thing. You can show up and still plant those seeds where people know who you are. There's referrals that happen. There's a lot that can happen there. There's people who introduce you when you do that. I recently bet on myself without it having a job lined up. And that's no advice I'd ever give anybody. As a single mother of two, would I ever tell anybody, hey, go bet on yourself and just don't have a job lined up. Just quit and just see what happens. Uh, no. But did I do that? Yeah. Because of my network. Not paying for them to go and do things on my behalf or creating a course. By doing so, these yeah, to be clear, you're not saying you're not advocating against uh, being social. In fact, that's that's your new role. You're just saying focus on the job at hand. And if you don't like the job at hand, parlay okay. this into the next one. Yeah, because there's a lot of companies that are I know there's a lot of layoffs. So there's a lot of companies hiring to I'm pretty sure the numbers are pretty even right there with the layoffs and the hiring. So do your research and then Going back to your question, too, for the person who has the other person, yeah, the, the other person that makes the right amount for them, they're like they're balling, they're doing great, but they want to start that side hustle. Why? That's my question. I would love to know why. Is it for the clout? Is it for the I said I was going to do this? If you have goals in mind and that's part of it that you've set out, great. And I am a champion for that. Like, I will cheer for you all day, but. If it's going to take away from your revenue stream that you've got that's steady, that's coming in, where you can really maximize what you're able to make based off commissions or whatever you're able to create too, stop with the focusing on everything else. Your time is your money. Like, where are you spending your time? Is it on this course creation where you're paying, you know, saying, hey, buy this for X amount? Or let's spend all of our time on this podcast that maybe eight people will listen to? Or, you know, this is nothing gets one individual. Let me just point that one out because I have no clue who I'd be talking to in general. So this is generic, just totally uh, everyone that is listening to this. But you got to figure out your own path. You can't just, if you follow what everyone else is doing, you're just one of many. You're not one of many that's doing their own thing. You're not, you're one in a million, not that one in a million that's doing their own. So like figure out who you want to be. This is an interesting point. And, and, you know, I want to bring up that, like, I'm somebody in the past that has side hustled. Um, but it wasn't following a game plan per se. It was doing something I honestly wanted to do with the intention that if that side hustle worked, that would be my full-time gig. And, and I think a lot of people want that, right. They want to work for themselves. But I think something you just said was interesting. Um, are people side hustling 
because there's something unique that they want to create and they're keeping their day job as, you know, kind of a hedge, um, also allowing them startup money. I, money. I, I hate to say it, but that's real. It is. Or, or, you know, are they creating something unique that's going to truly benefit the space or are they creating something based on a playbook that's or two that are out there that people are following? I think this is this is the key differentiator, yeah. right? The second one is the yes. Okay. There's a lot of the repurposing of what's already been created and maybe it's been pre-COVID stuff, right? That's or it's not what the industry's saying or what you know market trends are things change daily i mean change is constant we know this to be true so if you are deciding okay i'm gonna go do a side hustle great don't go to somebody else's course and try to take their stuff and repurpose it calling it your own that's not a side hustle does that happen what do you think i mean i think it could but like that's so blatantly obvious it is, but I think, but it also is course creation. You know, if you want to be a better rep, follow this. Here's how you do this. Here's how you do this, which leads to the and, unsolicited advice, which is, and, oh, there's and a really, lot of that out there. Th this is the funniest thing. Um, there might be a dozen ways to skin a cat, so to speak, but there's not a dozen thousand. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> no, like it's so true. A I lot of people. Right, like I the, hate that term. I love that. Yeah, like it's so. Like, so are you creating something unique? And 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 I'm reminded in the book, like zero to one, like creating something away from competition will actually help you generate more money mm -hmm. for yourself because competition brings down margins. It increases competitiveness. You don't have as much of yeah uh, the market and all of that. But like, let, let's go back to your your suggestion with this. So like. If you double down and, and you're somebody that has doubled down, heck, you doubled down so much that your role became the doubling down on social to <laughs> help to your company. I'm trying to figure out my role, but you've, yeah. You've, you've, you've kind of epitomized what you're saying. You're like, you know, use it to help you at your company. And, and, and you did it to the point of, yo, this is what I do all the time. That's pretty it's cool part of who it's what I had to figure out how to do on my own. And this goes into a whole other topic of, I never really had the foundation laid of how certain things should go. So I had to strategize and figure out how does Amelia work? How does Amelia best reach her buyers? How do I make money? Cause I have to, or we're going under a bridge. Right. So it's like, get savvy yeah. and smart, but also speak the person's language, right? Wherever your buyers are at, or even if you're marketing, your ads, whatever you're spitting out that is reach, you know, reaching your buyers, does it resonate with them? Whatever messaging you're sending, would you open that? Would you read it? Just think in this more strategic way. Not all these different avenues have to be pursued in order for you to be successful. But if you double down on what's in front of you, if you do, even if, it, if you don't have a network, so if you kind of, you know, you just passed that 500 threshold of people who you've got following you. Wonderful. Great. So just start creating. Just come up with a game plan because who's judging you? Sure. Let the judges judge. Let the haters hate. Who cares at the end of the day? What really matters is that you show up regardless because people appreciate that. And you ask the right people, hey, 
can you help me figure this out? Because I don't have a clue what the hell I'm doing. And I did that big time. And it has moved mountains for me. Amelia, what I love so much about uh, your story and your anecdote there was um, being the mother of two and having to figure it out. And like to anybody listening, like the person to ask about optimizing your earnings the most or the person that requires those earnings to to feed others yeah that you're responsible for there's right? little people looking at me and i'm i remember and this is going on a personal note but i remember being at a gas station one time having 12 bucks to my name thinking my kids are crying they're hungry and i have an empty gas tank i have no clue what i'm about to do but i gotta figure something out i am a firm believer in everything that's figure outable i'm a firm believer that there's a rhyme and a reason for everything, even if we never really understand what it is, but everything works out in some way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. If you just take one step at a time, nobody can jump from the bottom of the stairs to the very top. You're lying if you say you can, or you're, I mean, you're in the NBA maybe, but like, that's a different thing. So if you don't just focus on what's in front of you, and I'm preaching to myself when I say this, because like I have to daily remind myself, one stair at a time, not the whole staircase. Because if you do those top three things on that staircase, great. Check those off. Then you accomplish even more that day. You feel really good about yourself. So you build that confidence. And then you realize, holy shit, I can do a lot. I can do more than I thought I could. Yeah. And and, and I want to I wanna double down on this because, you know, in the short term, I'm, I'm a believer that if, you know, if you were at that gas station and you had some... MRR from like a side hustle or something coming in mm-hmm. that that potentially could have benefited you at the time and 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 you could have done that you're you have, you have a nice following I so many people love what you say and follow you and are inspired by you it's conceivable that 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 would happen um, but you're saying you forewent that for like a longer game plan of being able to generate more revenue for yourself over the long term, right? Like I am a, it, I am a long, like long game strategist. That is what I play. And what's wild about that is that I'm a go, go, go person. So for me to see the vision of a long play and seeing that game plan, this will work if I do it this way. Just wait, just wait, just wait. I'm not patient either. Holy not patient. And, but, and your numbers aren't patient either, right? Like you, you no. have numbers by the month or quarter, certainly by the year. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. But if you look at things as being, okay, let me double down on where I'm at right now. I don't have to be where XYZ is at. XYZ is at these people. I'm not them. They're not me. I don't have to go repurpose, create, or even like create, even if it's it's not repurpose, right? It's your own material, all of that. How much time is that taking away from your job? Ask yourself that. And then two, ask yourself, why am I having to do this? And three, why am I doing this? So those are like top things to ask yourself because if you're doing it to keep up with like the status quo, if you're doing this to keep up with the Joneses of LinkedIn, if you will, those people who are the influencers out there, I'm, I've got a great following of people who You're are one of them. I mean, I don't think of myself as that at all because you know what? I don't have this side hustle thing going on either. 
So in my but you can mind, be an influencer and not have a side hustle. It's just yeah. that it's just that others don't believe that you can maximize. I don't have a newsletter. No, I don't have any. I, I would it be better if you did? Could be, but I also want to figure out what my exact role is right now because I think there's right. a lot of things with evangelism which are going to be coming up. Does it fall under sales? Does it fall under marketing? Who? What are the KPIs? What does this look yep. like? There's a lot of questions there that I'm trying to like really build out and, what that looks like. And and that's that's something awesome. Like and, and and I think you know if I were to answer how I think you'd answer, please cut me off. <laughs> um, having a newsletter that doubles down on your current job where you're an evangelist for Reggie is most likely like a positive, like, like a, a, like a really good positive having a newsletter for Amelia Taylor, um, evangelist coaching, for instance, is something different umbrella, right? You fall under your company's umbrella. So it still goes up to, the organization to where MQLs come in, SQLs come in, sales ready leads come in. You're bridging that gap by showing up and that can roll into your job. So figure right. out what's revenue generating, what's not. Next, whatever is not revenue generating and then narrow down and focus, double down on those things that actually do bring the, the cash money in. And- and this is an unpopular opinion, you know, in, in a it. time when we're, it, all being advocates of ourselves, um, you could be an advocate of yourself and an advocate for your company. Imagine yeah. that at the same time. And to your point, I believe you know I'm I'm not opposed to the idea that that doing so, the long term earnings progression, um, whether you climb the ladder so to speak and make more money along the way there faster, mm-hmm. or uh, which is definitely, um, you know, uh, it's a sales tracked. way. That's what and, you and, do. Or, or, you, do. you know, by doing that as well, you'll be more, if you really were entrepreneurial and you really want to start your own thing, like myself, you know, wanted to start yep. whatever, you'll hopefully have more skills that you've learned by staying yeah. at the company and climbing that will help your next full-time endeavor, jumping in, thinking outside the box, creating uh, a SaaS company or an agency or, or your own something mm-hmm. um, to, to help with more experience because you'll have more. Um, yeah, totally. I didn't put words in your mouth there, did I? No, that's so true. I mean, I can speak from experience. I've, I have been within organizations where I've purposely stayed longer because I've learned what not to do opposed to what to do. And I've learned way more in that regard than what to do with learning what not to I do. I remember those cases. And yeah, I you know, there was a lot that I learned. And I'm like, people are telling me, hey, here's this opportunity, this opportunity. And I'm like, I'm dedicating myself to learning what I shouldn't be doing. Then it put me in a position to, the, I network. I mean, people thought I was the chief of staff over at this one organization because- You're the I chief of everything. I was doing so many things. I'd jump in marketing meetings when I was not even marketing, but I had ideas. And 20 years ago, marketing wasn't working. But I, not everyone's like me to where they feel as though they can just jump in and do things, right? So let me. That's true. Let's like, let's not um, jump there and compare, like, and say, you're just like me. I'm just like you. Nobody is the same. So you might be thinking, like, Amelia, you might be able to do that. I would not, like, dare overstep my role as an SDR. 
or an AE or whatever. I follow the rules and I do it this way, this way, this way, this way. Great. But are you making the most money you possibly could be making? If not, there's other organizations if you are doing a stellar job and no. be respected. And then also, like, if you're side hustling, why? Go back to the why. Always go back to the why. Do you, do you have, like, a, a, a list of KPIs that you follow, like, to understand if you're on the right path or, you know, personal KPIs to help guide you? Because I'm, I'm sure people are listening and they're like, what now? <laughs> interesting. What now? Like, how, how can I measure this? Yes and no for a really great, terrible response right there. So I am figuring this out as I go. More to be said on that in the coming months. But because I am figuring it out. So if I figure it out as I go, I can say, hey, this is what's been tried and true, not just told and shared. There's a Understood. Difference. What are you trying now? So what I'm trying <laughs> now is engagement. Great. How many people am I actually engaging with on a day-to-day basis and where am I engaging with them? Where are my buyers really living? What is the market saying? What is the industry saying? So then I'm taking like screenshots, mental notes, you know, all of these things. I've got my folder of just things of like store here, keep here. Here's the things I need to know. Then I have a whole message or whole folder for bad messaging. So when I get terrible messaging sent to me, someone who sends me something awful, I'll store it in there. Because either there's two things I could do, help them, one, two, send them to somebody to sell to, because sell that's what I do. So there's there's so many things. I'm going to send mine to you too, by the way. Please do. Yes. It, it, remind, it reminds me. I'm like, you actually kind of want that. I, it's, I think it's so fun. I'm like, no way. You just sent me that you feel like we <laughs> you're reliving prom that you got dumped. I don't need to hear that. I've heard that so many times. Like, <laughs> if I don't respond, I'm like, no, it's because you don't understand. We're already like paying customers. You or you're referencing me at a previous company. Wow. Like, you got to do your due diligence, people. Like, less is more when it comes to strategy. Strategy produces more money than a ton of things that you're going to do all at once. Multitasking will not get you to where you want to go. I mean, you'll get a little bit done here and there. So that's where I'm at figuring out too, right? Is the, this role requires a plethora of different things. Does it fall under sales, does it fall under marketing? I think both. And, you know, revenue, some, right? It falls it under falls revenue. Under straight up revenue. So, yeah. Because you, there are these sales ready leads. So I can go ahead and warm these up because there's trust that's already established through the relationship I develop with said individual. And, you know, who has buying power that I can literally be this like walking, talking bridge for them to cross over instead of just going this PLG route to where they're free users signing up on their own. Like our salespeople actually get to run with the demos and have practice and do what they're supposed to do as sellers because I'm bringing qualified people in that are revenue generating to where they don't have to go and do a side hustle to make more money. And, um, you know, what, what, what's, what's keeping you up at night with all this? Oh, good question. That's a great question. Really. It's what's the biggest focus? Like, what are my top three things? Because I've got my list of things of like, okay, here's where I should really target thing. Okay. Here's what's revenue generating. Okay. I can start doing all these social post things, you know, different polls, trying to extract that. 
Who knows where LinkedIn algorithm is? Nobody knows. I don't even know if it's a thing. I think it's all made up. But, love you LinkedIn though, but uh, don't put me in jail. There's also the whole, uh, okay, what, what really deserves my attention? Because my time is limited. I can't pour my, you know, I can't go from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. sitting at my screen. I got little people to bathe and feed and whatever. And so therefore the side hustle would literally like, I'd be shooting myself in the foot if I tried to do that. So let's go back to that real quick. Then sure. if I also, I'd just be burnt out. You burn yourself out. Like stop burning yourself out. People, you don't have to be burnt out to be successful. Like the, that you can avoid it completely promise. Uh, but your time has to be precious, like value it. And I am so preaching to myself once again over here because time management is not my strong suit. But it is a big focus of mine right now because if I really want, like, really want to nail this role and do it well, do it right, and create something that is internal within Reggie with my name on it that Reggie yep. can also attribute to, it, it's attribution both ways under the company and towards Amelia. So if I can create this like double attribution, right, with creating something where others can have this guide of knowing, oh, maybe this is the way we do it. And then somebody else could have their own way of doing it. Okay, this falls under sales. This falls under marketing. This falls under rep. Okay, great. There's not one way to do everything. There isn't. Now, others that are dealing with the same challenges, what advice would you give them? Go talk to people who are trying to explore this role too, who are trying to figure out what the heck they are doing because they are going to say, what the heck are you doing? What are you doing? And then when you get the same kind of people who are not the same people, but really the people who are pursuing the same thing and you put those brains together, their minds together, a lot of different ideas start kind of coming up. But have you tried this? Have you thought of this? I mean, I was texting with Arthur over at Chili Piper not long ago and we both were kind of, I said something and he's like, oh, what if we tried this? And it was a, we tried this. And it's like, that's pretty cool. We're not on the same team. We're not on the same company. No, there's no affiliation. Nothing. We use them. Chili Piper, shout out. But it's yeah. a, we do this because we're both trying to pursue this evangelist role and how to do it well and right and understand there's not one way to do it. But what if you try and test and iterate and shift and because inaction is still in action. So when you don't try, you're literally choosing to be mediocre and stagnant. So like what choice, which one, but action doesn't have to be outside of your day job. I, I, I love this. And Amelia, you've been such a, a strong advocate of, you know, doubling down on what you have. And even if you don't like what you have, it leads to something new. Yeah. Well, so, yes, that's very true. So when you started your career, you were in sales, you've moved to evangelism. It's safe to say that the industry has evolved as well. What excites you the most about the future? Oh, it, it not technology because I'm not tech savvy. I can sell it. I can talk about it, but I'm not tech savvy. So that's not what it's, what's exciting. What's exciting is seeing people who are stepping outside coloring outside the lines, if you will. Yeah. And creating their own path that doesn't, they're forging their own path that doesn't involve creating uh, a paid course or a podcast or something that's a side hustle that involves whatever a side hustle is to you. 
this outside of your day job, people who are saying, I'm going to double down and I'm going to actually share my, my wins, my losses. Those are the people you want to know and understand because they're honestly got genuinely good people. I mean, I could share a million loss stories right now. I could share a million win stories because I've celebrated the losses knowing that's learning opposed to losing and it's growth overall to get to where I need to go. Because if I focus on what's in front of me, but that's not an easy thing. That's mindset massively. Have I wanted to like cry my eyes out and have I? Yeah. Been like, what do I do? What am I? Who am I? What's my life right now? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Have we all? Yeah. Um, or just, I mean, I don't know if all you men out there are doing that. You are behind closed doors. Don't lie. So it's, it's weird if you literally, if your head is down and you have goals, just focus on your goals. Stop trying to do everything else like like everybody else. Everything else like everybody else is not going to get you to be everybody else who is up here where you think you're down here. You're not down here. You just aren't doing what they're doing that makes them look like they're up there. Well, I mean, I, I, I had, and I don't think you're coming at me personally, but I had side <laughs> hustles where I ran a, where I ran a fashion magazine um, while I was in technology. Mm -hmm. I think that was I think that was my big thing. I called it a passion project. If I happened to make money from it, yes. um, that was that was good. Um, if I happened to make the with the goal being to make enough money that that could be my main thing, because my north star was to to be doing what I wanted to do. The passion um, is the word. That is the word. I, I love that you just said that. And I'm jumping in real quick because it is that is the passion project. If you are so passionate to change the future of how sellers sell, great. Go do that. Write an excerpt right there. Write something that says why you're so passionate about it. Give us a personal story as to why you're doing what you're doing because that differentiates you from the rest. So give us some kind of personal touch to whatever your passion project is. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, what are you doing? Passion sells. Passion is motivating. Passion is what drives people to you. That builds relationships. That brings referrals. That genuinely is the, the way. That's what excites me. That's what excites me. Passionate people who have their own trail that they're blazing. That they say, whether it's within the company or I'm going, I'm going to bet on myself. And I had a few people actually reach out to me after I did that post saying I'm going to bet on myself. Who were like. I think I might do this. Is it okay if I kind of copy what your messaging was here? And I was like, yes, go do it. I'm cheering for you because you know what? If I can do it, you can do it. And I am no better than anybody. I know I don't know more than everybody. I'm trying to figure out my own path too right now, but I've got a vision of where I want to go because I'm passionate about evangelism, knowing that it is the way of the future of sales, marketing, revenue combined. Really well said, uh, Amelia, and, it's, and I'm excited to watch your future. I, I want to learn more about you, though. Like, I, I heard Mother of Two, author. Who is Amelia Taylor? Oh, gosh. Competitive as can be. Um, Wait, tell me. You, you you played sports, right? I did. I walked on um, at Ole Miss. I do one school. I am 5'6", mind you. Sport of choice? Sport of choice is basketball. I mean, I'm... I am a big time. I mean, that was my saving grace completely in growing up. 
was playing basketball. So my basketball coach to this day in high school, he's still my mentor. And he is one of those that knows how to coach me well, coach me well on the court, off the court. So knew like who I was like, and asked the right questions to know, okay, you need like a shove in the back kind of thing. Not literally promise, but a, okay, <laughs> let's do this. Like, Hey, come on, we're going, we're doing this. Like, are you thinking like, what are you thinking? Like you're better than this. You know, he knew how to motivate me to get me in the right mindset and still does. And, or if it's the, Hey, I got your back, you know, come to Jesus in the corner. Let's sit down. Let's just talk it out. And you can just hash it out. What, and better. what was your best stat line at Ole Miss? I didn't play much at Ole Miss. Let's just talk about okay, that. Okay, you walked on, but you I didn't get on. To prove to myself that I could do it. So I had no plans of playing sports in college. So I had I had smaller school, like, you know, scholarship stuff where I could go and play volleyball and basketball. And I was like, you know what? I've dedicated a lot of time to sports, but I don't, I think I want to go have fun and party. <laughs> really, when it boiled down to it. So I'm like, Ole Miss, yup. If you know anything about Ole Miss, hotty toddy, it is so fun. Um, I don't remember all of it, but I, I guess I had a good time. So I go, and there's a girl on my floor uh, in my dorm room, or, you know, the dorm, whatever, freshman year. And she keeps going and, like, practicing with the, with the team, the Ole Miss, like, players. And I'm like, where are you going? And she's like, come on. Like, come, come shoot with me. And I'm like, no, that's not why I came here. And she's like, come on, come on. Kept asking, kept asking. So Did she I, know you played? She knew I played because we talked one time about she it. Knew you played. So ball she, recognizes ball. <laughs> well, it, but it was this baller thing. We just said, like, you ball, I ball. It was kind of like, but we didn't even say a word, right? It was just the eye contact. It was like, oh, baller to baller, you know? But no, you did a little bit of the air crossover in front of each other. We like, did in the hall. Exactly. Like, I kind of <laughs> did it between the legs, kind of like shot over her, and she was like, we just ball recognized ball, yeah. So we uh, we never did that, but I wish we did. So, anyways, she kept saying over and over to come shoot with me, come play, whatever. So I finally said okay one time, and I was like, biggest mistake ever. Up. I could keep up a little bit, but holy, partying's got me down a bit. I'm like, all right, now I'm determined to get back in shape. So I'm like, I'm gonna get back like totally in this like. Shape if I can, I can do all this and I can also like stop my fun. Mm, that was a hard one to try to juggle is like having fun and then practice really early the next morning. But, or even just not even practice. It was like just going and proving to myself I could do it. And I'm like, that's not something I care to prove to myself ever. Don't party, then go try to like keep up with D1 players the next I, morning. I, I know somebody that partied and then ran a marathon bless their life and their soul and they weren't they weren't a regular they weren't a regular runner amelia they weren't a regular for doing this because that's hilarious like hilarious i've i've never i've known this person for two years i've never seen them as much as go on a jog and when i heard that she was and and they did this and stop there that's true david goggins stuff like i have the flu but i'm going and still doing it like David Goggins um, was a SEAL. She is um, an office manager at a dental practice. There's a little difference. I love that. And, and respect so to her. But like, yeah, it's my uh, like, it's my partner's best friend for a reason. That's amazing. 
shout out to whoever you are because like that's amazing. You sorry, I didn't mean to go Ted Gentle. I just I I just felt I just felt like game or or whatever that's called recognizes whatever that's called. Just get it done. That's amazing. Like, yeah, the partying and like trying to keep up. Like, no, no, not back to basketball. So you you showed up. I show up and it's like I I'm starting to scrimmage with them and whatnot and I'm whatever and they're like I mean again I'm five six like I'm 125 like I'm not this like I'm not the close to six foot girl that can go and compete with these girls but I had a really great like left shot like I mean my I can I can shoot very well so. Um, I mean, anybody who's in Tampa, you want to come and challenge me, like we'll play horse all day and I'll, I'll beat your butt, I promise. But, um, just a quick challenge for the world. But listen, so I would go practice, then she convinced me to go walk on. So I said, fine, I'm doubling down on this because I will prove to myself that I can do what I say I can't. So mindset, it was like a, a total mindset. And I wrote it down everywhere in my dorm where I could see it. I will make, and I didn't put it as I can't. And I learned this in sales too, that if you put, you know, if you put that I will and you write things down, you're, it's it's almost like 73% of whatever you write down, you're going to remember. And 70 or 73% you'll forget. Something like whatever that statistic is. 73% of what you don't write down, you will forget. So can we write down everything? No, shout out gone. Right. Shout out wingman. Good job, you guys, because you're helping all of us not be able to write all the time. But I I go and try out and it's a few days of it. And I'm like dead, literally dead after this. And I'm like, there's no way I go. I see I'm, I made the team and I'm like, is this a joke? I maybe played probably maybe a total of 10 minutes, maybe my whole time of doing it, which I, I this was not my first. You got day. a uniform and you popped on the. I got a uniform, and you know what? I got to make a few threes during my my short D1 career, but I did not play the last, uh, my senior year. So it was juniors, junior and um, freshman, or uh, what, sophomore, junior year. And I had so much fun doing it. I mean, I got to know some of, like, these badass women who were making things happen, and... I'm over here being like, well, let's just see what you can do, Amelia, because you say you, you, in your mind, you're like, no, 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 you can't do this. But you also are telling yourself, I'm going to shift my mindset saying, yes, 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 you can. So I shifted my mindset, made the team. So I've carried that with me like crazy in every aspect of life. I mean, there's been messy things that have happened in my world, just like everybody else. And everybody has a story. And I've carried that with me. I said I would, and I did, and I can, and I will. It's not just that I can. You you don't stop at the I can. It's the you continue on to the I will. So there's that. Ball if you ball if you want, y'all. Ball if you want. Ball knows <laughs> ball. What 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 else? Mother of two. Mm-hmm. Mother of two. Um, I can do a whole lot of. I I hate crafts. Okay, hate arts and crafts. Um, don't do that. Are you I'm, are your daughters? And they're both daughters, right? Yep, both two girls. Women, mm-hmm. Girls becoming women. Um, they That's play ball. Um, so I've got a prodigy child. Literally, I swear she's the most like athletic thing ever. Who wants to wants to become a pro bowler and work at Target part time? That's the aspiration as an eight year old. So I'm really confused. You must have a really good Target in your head. 
I'm like, what are we doing? We do got like a great target around the corner. And like, then my youngest can't walk backwards without falling. And I'm like, what are we doing here? I'm like kid lost. She didn't get the athletic gene at all, but she's so funny. She'll sell me on why we should go to target all the time. Mommy, you said that we need like paper towels the other day, right? So like, you know, Target has them. Oh, and like in that friend section, we should probably get like a little treat for like the $3 because we don't want to go over like five, right? And I'm like, whoa, right. Okay. She already knows what you'll say yes to. Yeah, because I'm a sucker for Target. So hello, we do the Target thing. And I'm like walking out like, what did I just do this for? What, who am I right now? But it's like, she will, she's so gifted with their just reading people and understanding. I mean, she will ask these, I mean, she's like me. I cry in happy movies, not in the sad parts of movies ever in the happy things. They make me cry because I passion. I think passion is really a big thing. She will too. <laughs> so like Lyle L. Crocodile is like the movie out right now. Her and I both are crying in the movie theater. And like Presley, my oldest is like, what is wrong with y'all? And because she's, you know, it's just things like that. That's like, she gets the passion thing. So then my prodigy child, she's like the boys at school. She's like, mommy, why? I, lo- I love how you have a prodigy child and, a, and another child. And then another child. <laughs> I love them both the same. I promise. I promise. <laughs> I love them both. But it's so funny how they're just so opposite in every way. So navigating like my job and then figuring out these tiny humans and like how to like make them realize like, they see hard work in me too. So like backing up with that a little bit, it's like they will say randomly, I'm like reading to them like at night or something. And they're like, mommy, thank you so much for working so hard for us. That's what gets me going in the morning to say, I can do this again. So find the people who fuel your fire, who, who will light your fire, who are going to give you that. If you don't have kids, that's not the point. The point is find the people who are going to give you that inspiration to keep going. I think, I, I think we could close on that. Thank you, mommy for doing so much. <laughs> water over here. I'm just been preaching. Amelia, I, I'm, I'm inspired uh, by your journey. Inspired by you doubling down how uh, on, on yourself and your family um, saying no to the side hustles because you truly have seen saying yes and doubling down on what you're doing to bring you more money. Yeah. Right. To bring you more money to progress your career and, and just sharing that. How, how could people find you, Amelia? People are going to want to connect with you. Go find me on LinkedIn. That's where I'm going to be. Click on the streamline your content. If you are interested in Reggie, quick plug. Sorry, Jared. Um, but yeah. also you Reggie.ai, not Reggie.com. No, Reggie.ai. And then let's reach out and let's strategize too. I mean, if you have questions about like what you're doing with trying to figure out this role or should I side hustle or not, like got your back. That's how I learned with people helping me. So um, LinkedIn, Instagram, don't remember the handle. Just you can find me. Um, and then also no side hustles. You'll find me out really, but just evangelizing over here at Reggie. So there you go. And in communities. I'm in communities. So and, find me Rev Genius if you like. Come to Rev Genius. Um, make sure to send Amelia a really bad email. She'll send you yeah. a really good one back using Reggie. And that would be so fun. And, and, and book a meeting with your company to help you all out. 
I'm sure. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just I'm gonna just send her bad emails so that she could fix yeah. them for me. And then challenged Reggie too. Like somebody did recently. Oh, can Shakespeare write? Like, how do you get Shakespeare tone like with Reggie? Go and look at the Reggie page. You will see how it did it. It was brilliantly said. Go check it out. It's really crazy. I, I can't wait to click uh, the down click uh, and, and use Amelia Taylor tone in in my <laughs> emails. It'd be so annoying. Like like P.S. Ball nose ball. <laughs> smiley face no uh, game game knows game recognizes game right game game recognizes game and then yeah p.s we all have one child that's a little different (laughs) amen and that's (laughs) it no that's that 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 closes this episode thank thank you all for listening this is another episode of revenue today amelia thank you for coming so fine thank you jared loved it thanks y'all yep and if you're listening um and you liked it and laughed or or found something cool, share it with somebody. Um, We'll be back again next week. Same time. Have an awesome day, everybody. Whoa, another great episode of Revenue Today. For show notes, links, and mentions, visit revenuetoday.live. For all my friends in the RevGenius community, thank you. It's been awesome to spend this time with you. Please DM me any feedback and ideas in our Slack channel or on LinkedIn. If you're not in RevGenius, join us at RevGenius.com. It's free and it only takes like two seconds and you'll be joining a group of 27,000 revenue professionals strong. We've got it all. Looking forward to seeing you there. Catch you on the flip side.